Teen Time Presents Podcast On Demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.hk. Teen Time Podcast On Demand. This is the Teen Time Science Blog. I'm Neil Chase. One of the controversial issues in the science world over the last few weeks has revolved around time. Just one single second, actually. Currently, the world standard for time is Greenwich Mean Time, GMT, which has been around since the 1840s. Different countries around the world have different time zones that are ahead or behind Greenwich Mean Time. Hong Kong is eight hours ahead of GMT. That time structure wouldn't be changing, but scientists had wanted to change the way that time is altered to reflect the Earth's orbit. One year is one orbit around the Sun, which is 365 days, but an orbit is not that exact, which is why we have leap years of 366 days every fourth year. In fact, though, in addition to that, there are occasional leap seconds added to the atomic clocks around the world to keep our clocks in sync with the Earth's rotation, maybe one extra second every four years. So scientists discussed changing time so that each single second is very, very slightly longer, so that no leap seconds would be needed to be added every four years. But the scientists couldn't agree if this was a good idea. So leap seconds will continue for a few more years yet. There's also another plan that scientists have developed in the United States that would make each year exactly the same as the last year. So that if your birthday fell on a Monday, then it would always fall on a Monday. The 12 months would remain, but some would be longer and others shorter than they are now. Leap years would be removed from the calendar altogether, and instead a bonus week would be added every few years. Personally, I think that sounds like a really bad idea, as having my birthday on different days of the week is rather fun. So even though the scientists claim that this new system would be more efficient, don't worry, it will never be introduced in practice. Trees are the lifeblood of our planet. They play a vital role in changing carbon dioxide to oxygen. And besides, they look beautiful too. Trees may grow to old age, depending on the species, but there are some trees on the planet that are incredibly old. In particular, there are cypress trees in Florida that are thousands of years old. Sadly though, one of the oldest trees there has recently burned down. Nobody knows how it happened, as it could have been a freak weather storm or perhaps an act of vandalism, but the tree was known to be 3,500 years old. Just think how incredibly old that is. The tree started growing before King Tutankhamun ruled Egypt, well before the times of ancient Greece and a long time before the old dynasties of China. And although there are some other trees around the world that are also thousands of years old, we should still remember to really treasure them. As I have mentioned before on the science blog, one of the things to look forward to is more renewable energy and fewer fossil fuels. 
But the problem with many renewable energy sources like wind or solar is that it's not always windy, and of course the sun doesn't shine all the time either. So storage of generated power is crucial for a greener world. And as you might have read recently, a company on the mainland has just unveiled the biggest ever battery. The battery is in Hebei Province and is bigger than a football pitch. However, it is capable of storing 36 megawatt hours of electricity. That is enough to power something like 12,000 homes for one hour. So, although that still won't replace any power stations, it still does make renewable energy easier to store. If you have a tablet or iPad, then you are in the same company as orangutans. Amazingly, apes and orangutans at the Milwaukee County Zoo in the United States have been given iPads, and they now use them to video chat with other apes in other zoos. At the moment, the zookeepers have to hold the iPads for the apes, as they are too fragile for the huge primates to use. Apes and orangutans are the nearest species to man and show incredible intelligence. Yet man still persecutes them and destroys their habitats. But it is hoped that not only would the new iPad programs help communication between apes, but also between apes and man too. When that happens, I hope some intelligent ape can show me how to use my new phone. And that's it for the Teen Time Science Blog for this week. I'm Neil Chase, and I'll be back again next week with more from the science world. 